Thursday, March 11, 2021. Here we go again. It's a new day to practice podcasting. I'm Rich Grimshaw, and this is my daily podcast practice show where we give free reign to our imagination and open ourselves to unlimited possibilities because I can read anything I choose, and just how I respond is, well, just possibly anything. <laughs> I know you have important things to do with your life today, so so thank you for spending 10, minute of it, 10 minutes of it with me. I, I deeply appreciate that. So let's podcast, because that's what we do here. First up, I want to go back to the subject that we had yesterday of daylight saving time and look a little deeper into it. And I, I find the National Institutes of Health did a big study on this, and they published a paper, Measurable Health Effects Associated with Daylight Saving Time Shift. And boy, is it technical. <laughs> Just really, really geeky technical. Like, the transition to daylight saving time is beneficial for energy conservation, but at the same time, it has been reported to increase the risk of cerebrovascular and cardiovascular problems. Here, we evaluate the effect of the DST shift on a whole spectrum of diseases, an analysis we hope will be helpful in weighing the risks and benefits of daylight saving time shifts. And we're not going to go there. I'm looking for something that's a little more accessible. So I found an article on advisory.com. I'm not familiar with them, but this is from March 6 of 2020, and it is entitled, it, Is It Time to Abolish Daylight Saving Time? Question mark. These experts say, yes! I'm bringing this up because Jan and I had a conversation over dinner this evening about the benefits of it. And I think we both agreed that if we were to abolish it and just stay with standard time, that would be our preference. That's subject to change. So, and maybe she can weigh in tomorrow on that. Let's see what we've got here. So it's unpopular. Most Americans uh, live in places that observe it. And most of these people, oh no, here we go. The NORC Center for Public Affairs found just 28% of respondents were content switching their clocks back and forward spring and fall. So that means 72% said, no, I don't want it. There's growing evidence that the daylight saving time practice can negatively affect our health. We have lots of studies for that. In addition, daylight saving time has been associated with an increased risk of heart attack and stroke. Yes. And uh, there's another thing in here. Here, There's also evidence that fatal car accidents, not just car accidents, but fatal car accidents. This is where people die. Increase following daylight saving time. A study published in Current Biology found that the risk of getting into a fatal car accident increased by 6% the week following a spring forward. The researchers did not observe a similar increase during the fall shift back to standard time. So 6% is small, and it's just for a week. But, you know, if you're in that 6%, too bad for you, right? Some health experts want to put daylight saving time to rest. According to the Wall Street Journal, setting the clock forward forces a change in our internal circadian clocks, which govern how our body runs, from hormone levels to blood pressure. Mr. Ronenberg, who did this study, is among many health experts who want to see daylight saving time abolished. And last year, he was the lead author on a 
a paper, a paper hyperlinked, whatever that means, that argued in favor of permanently moving the country to standard time. Well, I don't know how far that got. How to reduce your health risks during daylight saving. You know, I'm not worried about the health risk. I just find it damned inconvenient. I, I'm sorry. I'm used to behaving with the sun, and it just messes things up. The, the, the spring forward and the, is the worst. I, I don't like having to get up an hour earlier than I normally do. I don't like getting up early anyhow. Whenever I have a 9 o'clock call, Jan wonders if I'll get up out of bed in, in, in time to get it. <laughs> And when I tell her I have a 7.30 call, she goes, oh, why'd you do that, buddy? And I know she's listening, so that's why I'm saying this. All right, that's that's all we have to say about daylight saving time. If you have an opinion on it that you want to share, go ahead and hit me up on Instagram or the Twitters. And we'll, we'll read your comment on the air, perhaps. Or if you know my email address, go ahead and send me an email. But I'm not giving out my email address on this public venue. I'm not going to do it. Because there's trolls and evil people out there who will take that email address and then spam me. And I'm not going not gonna to follow it. Let's move on to a question from 350 good questions to ask. And today's question is number 96. What app can you not believe someone hasn't made yet? An app that I would just be incredulous that someone hasn't made yet. Well, if I knew the answer to that, I would... And if I were smart, I would develop the app or pay someone to develop it and then market it and retire a, a zabillionaire. But that's not going to happen. I don't know. I, I don't really think that, that I'm incredulous that someone hasn't invented an app to solve a particular problem. But I can tell you what problem I'd like to have addressed in an app or something. I'd like to have something on my phone or on my computer that would give me a stern warning before in advance of me saying or doing something stupid or insensitive something that would just kind of act as my artificial frontal lobe that's what i want we could call it the artificial frontal lobe in fact i should i should do a search on artificial frontal lobe and see if there isn't something out there uh that qualifies because you know for all i know it's already been invented let's see artificial frontal lobe uh, from ScienceDaily.com, brain frontal lobes, not sole center of human intelligence. Well, I know that. I'm not looking for the center of intelligence. I'm just looking for something to to block me from doing stupid things. Uh, brain versus computers becoming human. There are... No, this is not what I'm looking for. I'm sorry, folks. You're having to put up with me paging through and clicking through on Google searches, which does not make for good audio. I might just I might just edit this. Here we go. Artificial gravity results in changes in frontal lobe activity measured by EEG tomography. This from from a study done in 2009. Well, you know, I'm I'm not involved in artificial gravity, so that's not going to help me. So, I'm going to say based upon this quick search of the Google that there isn't an app that has been developed for this. So to answer the question, that is the app that I can't believe someone hasn't made yet. An app that would warn me or you or the user before they say or do something stupid or insensitive. And the whole world would be a far, far better place if we had that app. 
So for those ambitious and talented programmers out there, go ahead and develop this app. This is your chance to save all of humankind. Well, considering that you think humankind is worth saving, and that's a debate for another day. Maybe tomorrow. Who knows? I'm Rich Grimshaw, and you are invited to join me again tomorrow. Thanks again for listening.